0: Here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. What is going on? Welcome to Gambling with Gold NFL Week 16. We're going to do our top five bets against spread each. To my right is the newest member of the Champions Round team, Justin Henry. Justin, welcome to the team. I'm excited to have you here. You ready to make some bets and make some money, baby?
1: Making bets, making money, making strong predictions. I'm ready for it all. I'm glad to be part of the team. And you see, I, I had to come a little festive today, you know, bringing the Niner love to the to Champions round. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here.
0: I love to see it. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Let's hopefully this week, NFL Week 16, let's make you guys some money so you can buy your family some nice gifts. Upgrade upgrade that PlayStation maybe. <laughs> you ready to go? Let's, let's get do it right into it before we do make our 10 picks against the spread I want to tell you guys a little bit about spicy slips it's our newest product that actually debuted today we were filming on Thursday use that code spicy for ten dollars and all you have to do is create an open-ended parlay so here's how it works you pick one game live you'll say okay Warriors Nets who's going to score next let's take the Nets they're plus 220. Bank that into your spicy slip. If you hit that, you move on to the next one. You got to have up to two teams. And it has to be from two separate games for you to be able to catch. So then you go over to Lakers versus Warriors. You take the Lakers to hit a three-pointer next. Bank that in. You can either cash out at two or you can go all the way to five. You can get that ghost pepper, that Carolina Reaper, get real spicy with it. And you can 50 times your money if you get five right. You can play for as little as $1. It is the best product that we have ever brought to market. I am super excited for everybody to play it. If you guys have a review of it or how we can make it better, please tweet us at Champions Round with all that information. But we're going to be posting a lot of live reaction, a lot of live content around Spicy Slips. We are super excited to bring this to market, and hopefully you guys will enjoy it as much as we have.
1: You know, I like my wings. Sometimes I like them mild just for the taste, but a lot of times I'm going for that that Carolina Reaper, and the Scoville has to be hot. So, yeah, I can't wait to get on there and, and get it going, man.
0: I'm super excited. So everybody can go play that on. It started today. It's on the app. Go enjoy. It. Hopefully make some money. Use that code SPICY for $10. Off. All off. right, let's head into our top five picks each for NFL Week 16 against the spread. Justin, the floor is yours. What's the number one pick on the board?
1: Well, you know I couldn't do this Christmas weekend right, and there's a lot of weather things we got to anticipate. But I think Santa is bringing home a Niners win for your boy. The Niners going up against the Commanders, seven point favorites. I'm taking the Niners in this one, and the Niners have been a cover machine uh, over the last couple of weeks, and so six of the last seven games they have covered the spread, and I expect that to continue. This team has not allowed more than 17 points in their last six games, and so. For me, I'm looking at this as an opportunity to go in, establish, reassert their dominance over the NFC. And we've seen, you know, the commander struggled a little bit with the Giants last week. So I'm expecting this Niners team to come out full force, the defense to be elite, get the win. And Brock Purdy delivering gifts this Saturday uh, for the Niners.
0: Brock Purdy, the gift that keeps on giving to (laughs) us gamblers out there. Excited to see if they are able to cover the spread. And that one. my first pick on the board. It's going to be a Christmas game. We're going right to Santa's holiday here. We are going to take the Green Bay Packers plus four in Miami. Here's the simple reason for this one. Miami's defense has been torched. It was an absolutely terrible three-game road stretch for them. Everybody thinks, oh, they're going to go back to Miami. They're going to get it right. This is what they do. I think this team is much more deeply flawed than you would know. And Green Bay – Finally starting to maybe put it together. It's very late in the season, but they finally got A.J. Dillon involved. Aaron Rodgers finally has a receiver in, that he trusts in Christian Watson. And this defense for the Packers is getting a little bit healthier. I think they have enough that they can do to slow down this Dolphins offense. I'm not going to take them outright to win plus 170, at least not here. Will I at my sportsbook? You're goddamn right I will. <laughs> but we're going to take the Green Bay Packers at plus four. I think they can keep this within a field goal on Christmas morning.
1: And they quietly have a chance to win out here and get into the playoffs. So the Packers, not bad value there. All
0: right, what's your number two pick for the week?
1: My number two pick for the week is going to throw a lot of people off because their opponent has been killing it recently. I'm going with the Carolina Panthers at home, plus two and a half. Now I know the Lions have been crazy hot over the last few weeks, but I think this is an opportunity for Carolina with the the NFC South just clearly up for grabs. Uh, This defense has been better than advertised. They didn't play last week. But this defense has been better than advertised, especially since the coaching change and Matt Rule has been out of there. So for me, I'm looking at at this as an opportunity for Carolina, who is in a must-win game in order to keep alive for those division hopes. Against the Detroit Lions team coming in very hungry and very hot, but we did see them, you know, they were a Brock Wright touchdown away from losing that game last week against the Jets. So a little bit vulnerable on the road. Give me Carolina at home this week, plus two and a half.
0: Unfortunately, that Brock Wright play is just playing in my head over and over again. (laughs) Your boy had a little bit too much money on the New York Jets last week. I do agree with you, though. This was actually my sixth pick this week was going to be the Carolina Panthers plus two and a half. I actually bet this at plus three earlier in the week. I think it's a fabulous, fabulous pick. And for a lot of reasons, look, everybody thinks the Lions are going to win out and make the playoffs. This is a great time to fade that narrative. You were selling the Lions high and you were buying the Panthers low. Absolutely love the pick and the angle. In this game i am firmly with you in this decision all right let's move over to my number two pick of the week which is going to be the cleveland browns at minus two and a half hosting the new orleans saints the new orleans saints in this game look they're getting a lot of money if you just look at action network and you look at the action that's coming in on the new orleans saints you think what the hell is jason gold doing this makes no sense 80 40 of the bets and 80 percent of the money is coming in on the new orleans saints this is not something that i would usually do However, this is the Red Rocket outside in terrible weather in Cleveland in December. And you know who's healthy and coming back and is going to play this week, which is what I was waiting on? Nick Chubb, full participant on Thursday. You know who else is a full participant on Thursday? Miles Garrett. There's a reason that this line jumped to minus three this morning. I think that there's a chance it gets to three and a half. I just bet the two and a half because there's a couple still out there on the board, so I will use that number. I don't care if Deshaun doesn't look good yet. He's not going to have to. This is going to be a running game with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt getting it oh, done. Yeah. I don't think the Saints are going to be able to score very much in this game. So give me the Browns minus two and a half.
1: This game is going to be cold, man. I'm glad I'm not playing in it. Like, that's the, the <laughs> kind of game I would not want to be out there. Cold, snowing, 60-mile-an-hour winds or whatever they're anticipating. Get me out of there.
0: Absolutely. All right, what's your number three pick of the week?
1: For my next pick, uh, this team has been struggling all year long to put up points. Give me the Denver Broncos, minus two and a half on the road. Um, and for me, this is about this Denver team playing a lot better as of late. They've covered three, three against the spread over the last three. And so for me, I look at this as an opportunity for for, uh, for Russell Wilson to go out there, get a win for this Broncos team. And the defense has been stout throughout the entire season. So I don't think it'll be a problem for the Broncos team this week. Give me the Broncos, uh, minus two and a half on the road.
0: I like that one as well for a couple of very specific reasons. We have the Denver Broncos, and the best unit in this game by far will be the Broncos' defense. They are still cooking. They're still playing great. They had their one slip-up against Kansas City, but they still covered that game because Russ finally looked like the old Russ for a game. But now you get against this Rams defense that's kind of beat up. I think that the Broncos' defense is definitely going to play well. I think the Broncos' offense with Russell Wilson can put up enough points to cover a two-and-a-half in this game I'm totally with
1: you yeah and Baker I mean as far as Baker looking good after two days he didn't look that good against the Packers and so obviously I think they're going to try to stick to the run game with Cam Akers but this is setting up for a few turnovers for this Rams team and I really like I like the way that Denver came out against the Chiefs when Russ was healthy before the concussion he looked assertive in that second half and they were trying to push the ball so I think there's a concerted effort for this Broncos team to finish the year strong I think they do and I think it starts this week against the Rams
0: Also, a little sneaky thing here. Usually when you have teams that go on the road, you're a little concerned that they're unfamiliar with the environment and maybe that'll hold them back a bit. The Denver Broncos have already played at SoFi Stadium this year. They played against the Chargers on a Monday night football game. So just a little extra on top, maybe a little cherry on top of that bet. (laughs) They're not going to be not used to SoFi Stadium and the field conditions there. They are going to be ready to go and rocking. All right, uh, my number three pick, of the week is going to be on Monday Night Football. We're going to take the Indianapolis Colts and big dick Nick Foles plus four and a <laughs> half against my guy Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. This is a play on two things. One, it kind of fits the science experiment of the first quarter or first start of the year for a quarterback. Teams are not going to be familiar with what they're going to do. I think that Foles will find success against this beat up Chargers defense. And on the second hand, The Chargers should not be favored by four and a half on the road against fucking anyone at this point. We we know the Chargers are a good team. They just beat the Miami Dolphins. They just beat the Tennessee Titans. But they can never, ever pull away in a game from any of these teams. They continually end up in these field goal games for no particular reason. Joe Lombardi does not want to push the ball down the field. Brandon Staley does not want to play like – does not want to try and step on the throat early, which he should be. And you'd think analytically he would be, but he's not. doesn't really make sense. Four and a half is way too many points. This Colts team, yeah, it's a dumpster fire. As Steph says, they're a pigsty. Yeah, we get it. But it's also four and a half points at home. They're going to cover this number. I think the Chargers win 24-21. Easy cover for the Colts.
1: Man, the Chargers with all their weapons. and Like you mentioned, Foles, BD Foles stepping in there, man. This should be a, good, a better game than it probably appears on paper, Chargers-Colts. I'm looking forward to it on Monday night. All
0: right, what do you got for your fourth pick?
1: All right, I don't want to pick this team. I hate it. Like, I, I legit hate it. They have one win on the year, the Houston Texans. And why would I go and pick the Houston Texans against the Tennessee Titans, who lead the division right now? It, I, I, I think this Houston Texans team is legit trying to win. Right? We've seen them against the Cowboys, against the Chiefs. They put up a fight, covered in both of those with large, large numbers. And with three points, or three and a half, wherever you get it, uh, against this Titans team, now without Ryan Tannehill, with Malik Willis starting, uh, there's an opportunity, I think, if they're going to win a game for the rest of the season, this is the division game. They know their opponent. I expect them to bring it all for this game. We've seen Derrick Henry manhandle, manhandle the Texans in the past, uh, even earlier this year. But the score is only seventeen to ten, and so it's not like Malik Willis is going to put uh, Malik Willis is going to put up a whole lot of points. Give me Lovey Smith doing everything he can right now to get a win.
0: Look, this Texas team is feisty as all hell. They are yeah. so feisty to stay in it with Dallas, and then the next week come back and stay in it versus Kansas City. This is a real team, and I think that they, they're proving that next year they get a real quarterback and some weapons offensively. This is a team that's going to be able to compete for a title in that division. So I'm with you. And I don't trust Malik Willis in this situation at all. I think the Texans are definitely the right play. I'm going to be betting that as soon as we end this podcast. (laughs) You're
1: like, shit, I got to get on that one. I got to get on it. I got to get
0: on it. Um, All right, my number four pick of the week is going to be the New England Patriots plus three and a half. This is a complete buy low, sell high. Yes, I know the Cincinnati Bengals are elite. I have them in my power rankings as the fifth best team in the NFL right now. Joe Burrow is absolutely slinging the thing doing his thing in that defense and Lou Amarillo this guy is the best defensive coordinator that no one wants to talk about he is absolutely elite especially in the second half they absolutely shut down teams the Patriots are off of probably the worst loss in franchise history outside of Super Bowl loss the most embarrassing. embarrassing for sure so what am I going to do in this situation of course I'm going to bet the New England Patriots plus three and a half at home against the Bengals I'm required by gambling laws to do so. You buy low, you sell high. (laughs) This is how you make money long-term. I'm not even going to explain why I think the Patriots have a chance in this game. You know why? Because I don't. But I know that the gambling world tells me this is exactly what you're supposed to do. I know that all of the Sharps are on this game. And you know what? They're a lot smarter than I am. So I'm just going to follow the money. I'm betting the New England Patriots this week.
1: Value, value, value. That's the name of the game, and I'm with you there. And I think the Bengals are a good team. It's just opportunity sometimes is pr- takes precedent over what we see with our eyes. So give me the value. I like the Pats there too, man.
0: All right, what's your last pick of the week?
1: My last one, uh, Dallas minus six. We got to go there, even with the Minshew show showing up. Uh, I'm going with Dallas in this one. This is a must-win game for this team. Dallas is 3-0 coming off of a loss this season. I expect that to continue. And, you know, the number, to me, even though we, we kind of anticipated Jalen Hurts, seeing it at 6 right now, uh, to me, that doesn't really phase me at all. I think this Dallas Cowboys defense and run game is going to be the main factor there this weekend. So give me the Dallas Cowboys minus 6. Against an Eagles team that I'm not taking lightly now. Now, it's not just Minshew come in there and and this team is just going to be, you know, fall apart. I expect them to put up a fight, but give me Dallas Cowboys in this one.
0: Uh, so, Steph and I actually just talked about this on the first half of Gambling with Gold, and I'm, I'm very torn on this game because I do think that Minshew can come in here and have some success against this Cowboys team, but I do think that this game means much more to the Cowboys than it does the Philadelphia Eagles. I think it'll be close, definitely a toss-up. I I would bet it now before I guess this gets to six and a half. So you're probably on the right train to get this in now. I, I'm concerned. I'm concerned on both sides of the ball. I'm concerned for the Eagles because I think that Jalen Hurts is way more hurt than people are leading on to. I think there's a chance that he doesn't play until the divisional round of the playoffs five weeks off. Could totally cost them a chance at the Super Bowl. And then on the other side, the Dallas Cowboys – They did not look good last week. This defense has some serious holes in it. Dak didn't look particularly sharp. And if you're going to play like that versus this team and the Eagles, they're going to take advantage even without Jalen Hurts in this game. So do we think that we're getting the sharp Dak Prescott and Cowboys offense that we got a couple weeks ago or the one that has struggled the last couple weeks versus the Jacksonville Jaguars? and the houston texans i don't know it is a good bounce back spot in, in theory for the cowboys
1: yeah a little jekyll and hyder from the cowboys especially with Dak. some weeks he looks elite other other le- weeks are like how is he you know how why is he considered a top tier quarterback right so when i look at Dak prescott in this opportunity against the eagles defense i think the cowboys stick to the run game that's where they're more vulnerable the passing it's obviously their secondary is elite the pass rush is elite so uh, for me, when I look at the Dallas Cowboys, this, like you mentioned, this is a must win game for them. They have to win this game. And for, um, you know, a team like the Eagles, who's going to have to stick to the run. There's a lot more risk with Gardner Minshew. If he's not playing at a high level, they're completely out of this game. So I think they'll be able to stick to the run game a little bit, but it will come down to Minshew's arm. And if he's ready to come in and at least keep this game uh, close for the Eagles.
0: Fair enough. All right, uh, my last pick, my fifth pick of NFL Week 16 against the spread is going to be – let's get gross with it. Let's go to the Chicago Bears plus 8.5, hosting the Buffalo Bills. (laughs) Look, there's going to be a lot of snow, a lot of wind. It's going to be a disgusting game out there. What do the Chicago Bears want to do? They want to run the ball. What is successful in a snowy environment, disgusting environment? Like I said, it's going to be like a little bit of a pigsty out there too. The running game works. So we're going to run the ball. The Chicago Bears are going to find success on the ground in this game. And what do the Buffalo Bills not really do well? They don't really run the ball particularly effectively. So Josh Allen, yeah, he's going to find some success on the ground. Devin Singletary would be fine. But I think it's going to be enough for the Bears to do on the ground for them to be able to cover 8.5 in this game. In fact, 61% of the bets and 93% of the money is on the Chicago Bears in this game. 93% of the money is on the disgusting Chicago Bears. You know what you have to do. You have to do this with the Chicago Bears at plus eight and a half. You saw last week, right? They can backdoor any game. The Eagles manhandled them in that game. Guess what? The Bears were able to put up 23 points in that game, something like that, in order to get the cover. It's going to happen. I don't, mind,
1: I don't mind that Raheem Mostert did a little damage against the Bills last week, too. So his run game is getting Khalil Herbert back like there is an opportunity here. Now, they haven't been able to stop the run. But like you mentioned, the Bills haven't been running the ball. So or running the ball effectively. So it'll be interesting to see if we can get like a little James Cook action. Devin Singletary, Ooh. you know, one of those guys pop up. But yeah, I, I like the I like the spot there for the for the Bears.
0: So I, I think that the other point on that game is I think that people want to bet the under in that game at 40 and a half. And I actually think based on what I saw last week, I think it was more likely that the bears score enough points in order to get the cover instead of the line the game total being so low that they end up covering. I like the over 40 and a half in this game.
1: The over in this game. I like case, the over. I see, I think this is more ground and pound. Like you mentioned the elements are starting to come out there to play. And in Chicago, we know how it gets. It's not the worst game of the week, right? That'll go to the the Browns and Saints, obviously. But uh, the weather is going to be a factor. So we'll see. Obviously, both of these quarterbacks have strong enough arms to throw through the wind. So we'll see how much of a factor it is.
0: All right. So let's do a little recap of our top five picks. Justin, while you start us off, just read off your top five. All
1: right. Top five picks of the week. San Francisco, minus seven. Carolina Panthers, plus two and a half. Denver Broncos, minus two and a half. Houston Texans, plus three and a half. And then the Dallas Cowboys at minus six. That's my five for the week.
0: All right, my five for the week, NFL Week 16. I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. plus. Sorry, I'm going to restart. Green Bay Packers, plus four. Cleveland Browns, minus two and a half. Indianapolis Colts, plus four and a half. The New England Patriots, plus three and a half. And the gross bet of the week, the Chicago Bears, plus eight and a half. The dogs better be barking this weekend because we got a lot of underdogs in the spot. Hopefully, we can put together some nice bets for everybody. Maybe put together a little round robin underdog money line parlay. Huh. We'll put out on our Instagram at Champions Round. What do you think about that one?
1: Hey, I love it. You know, favorites have been covering over the last couple of weeks, so it'd be interesting to see if we can get this back kicking for the dogs. You and I, you got the Bears, I got the Houston Texans. What are we doing, Jason? <laughs>
0: Let's put together a little parlay. Bears-Texans line Parlay. We'll <laughs> close out the show. With that, let's keep it extra spicy. In honor of spicy subs for NFL Week 16. Good luck with all of your bets this week. Let's make some money. We will talk to you guys soon. Happy holidays. See ya. Peace.